How did the Carolina Hurricanes fare over the weekend in the battle for first place in the Metro Division against the Pittsburgh Penguins? And what do they need to do today to come away with the win against the Philadelphia Flyers? Find out today in this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, I'd like to thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen of the day every day. And as always, you can find the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. Myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And in today's episode, we'll be looking at how the Carolina Hurricanes fared against the Pittsburgh Penguins over the weekend, as well as what they need to do today to come away with the win against the Philadelphia Flyers. But before we get into all that, I want to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. Now, over the weekend, the Carolina Hurricanes were playing the Pittsburgh Penguins for the first time in nearly two years. Hard to believe that it's been that long that we haven't played the Penguins. And yesterday, it was the first game of a back-to-back for the Hurricanes. Obviously, yesterday was Pittsburgh. Today is Philadelphia. And there was a lot to digest with yesterday's Pittsburgh game. Obviously, you know, you have you have the first game against Brock McGinn, longtime Hurricane, now up in Pittsburgh. And Again, like I said earlier, it was the first game in nearly two years between these two teams. And it was a battle, for sure. And yeah, you expect that with these two teams. The Carolina Hurricanes up and coming. Well, not, really not even up and coming now. They're really just a young, hot team that are... You know, looking to be the new figurehead of the Metro Division. And then you have Pittsburgh, the longtime figurehead of the Metro Division that isn't ready to give up their crown yet because they are not like some of these older teams that are starting to fade out and vying for a wild card position like a Boston or a Washington. No, Pittsburgh, they were up there at the top of the Metro Division and have been for good majority of the season so far so this was going to be a battle going into it and it wasn't a perfect game by any means for the Carolina Hurricanes there were several things that I didn't like from this game you and then there were several things that I did like I like that the Hurricanes didn't back down I think that's kind of an easy thing to say there but they 
their backs were against the wall some in this game, and they were making mistakes. Big one was on that Sidney Crosby goal, his 501st of his career. Tony D'Angelo just completely abandoned Crosby, and Crosby just had a wide-open shot, and it's defensive lapses like that that I've been critical of with the Hurricanes over the course of this season. It's dumb mistakes like that that are frustrating. And, you know, Crosby, you know, made it, you know, 2-2 game. And the Carolina Hurricanes, you know, Kotaniemi opened up the scoring. And, you know, you love to see that. He's already matched his goal total um, from Montreal. So that's great for him. You know, he's doing really well. And Jordan Stahl got his second goal in I believe four games after not scoring in 35 games so that's really great for him you know he's one that hasn't been playing bad by any means it's just he hasn't had the lucky bounces when it comes to scoring goals and he scored nine minutes into the second yes for Foss ended up scoring nine seconds into the third and the Hurricanes are the third team ever to score in the first 10 seconds in two consecutive periods, the last being the Stars in 2020, I believe it was. It was fairly recently for them, and then the last time before that, it was Pittsburgh like back in the 70s. So it's been crazy for them. But uh, like I said, with some of the mistakes that the Hurricanes were making, it was very frustrating for sure. And you look at, again, the Crosby goal. That's the big one. The Rust goal, that that one wasn't great either. Definitely some defense could have been better on that one. But the Crosby one was the one that is the really glaring one from this game. It's just lapses like that in defense are going to have to get cut out i i get everyone's gonna make mistakes you know we're all human but it was so preventable that's the frustrating thing about that Sidney crosby goal had tony d'angelo not just abandon his man completely and been so far away i mean crosby would would have likely scored in the game Anyway, I mean, it's Sidney Crosby. That's what he does. So it, but it was just in the fashion that it happened that made it extremely frustrating. And then you have the Rodriguez goal at the end. The Carolina Hurricanes, it, it's very much like that game against Nashville of, them just letting in late goals when the other team is on the power play and making it a completely new game. And that was something, you know, the Hurricanes were up 4-2 to two at that point, and that was something that never should have happened. It, it's just one of those just sloppy defense there. And, yes, Pittsburgh is a very, very good team. And credit does need to be given to them because you look at that last goal scoring with 1840 at 1848 in the third hardly any time left making it a one goal game 
very much being able to force overtime potentially and even on that you know the penguins also pulled jari and had the extra attacker out there again very much like that nashville game of just whenever the other team pulls their goalie the hurricanes they just like forget how to play and that was very frustrating because this team has been so good on defense and that's something that's just happened as recently it you know teams have pulled their goalie all season long and it's never been an issue whether that team is on the power play or not so it it's very i feel this is just one of those speed bumps throughout the season i don't think this is anything to freak out about of oh my god you know the other team is pulling their goalie you know the hurricanes are gonna blow it no i i don't think we need to freak out about that i think it's just one of those things right now it's just one of those speed bumps that comes along for every single team uh over the course of the season but it is definitely something that needs to be addressed in practices and obviously in games of hey other team scores their goal pulls their goalie don't forget how to freaking play defense and you know like i said earlier don't abandon your man completely and give them a perfect scoring opportunity but ultimately the carolina hurricanes were able to come away with the win in this game taking sole sole possession of the first place in the metro division they already had first place because they had games in hand over pittsburgh but they were tied in points you know obviously had pittsburgh won they would have took first but the hurricanes they have sole possession of the first place in the metro division as of right now and it was a hard-fought game and i'm proud of this team for being able to persevere and get this win that was Auntie Ranta's 100th career win. So big congratulations to him on that. And you know, I'm very much looking forward to seeing if the Hurricanes can make it 4 for 4 on this road trip up in Pennsylvania. Because today, in just a few hours, they are playing a matinee game against the Philadelphia Flyers in Philly. If Philly doesn't cancel the game again, or postpone the game again. But as of right now, that game is looking like it's going to happen. I don't think they're going to postpone that game just like two hours beforehand. So I'm excited for this game tonight, or this afternoon, I should say. And we will start previewing that game right after this quick break. It's that time of the year where a lot of folks are giving up on their New Year's resolutions. But if yours is about getting fit and eating healthy, Built Bar is here to help you with your resolution. And they even have a new trick up their sleeve with Built Bar Puffs. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs, you are missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting products. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, and they're not just a protein bar. They are a treat and they're covered in 100% real chocolate with the flavors ranging from churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. You are 
guaranteed to love one of these flavors. I personally love the churro one, and all built bars, regardless of if it's the pops or regular one, are covered in 100% real chocolate. Built bars are, of course, high protein, high fiber, low calorie, and low carb. Most built bars contain only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs from mint, brownie, coconut, coconut, almond, and many more. Plus, a new flavor for this month with white chocolate cookies and cream. Make sure you are checking Built.com often to see what flavors they have coming in and out of their lineup. So right now, you can go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order when you use code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Now, the Carolina Hurricanes are in Philly this afternoon taking on the Flyers. This was a game that had been postponed due to Philly postponing the game due to COVID issues, even though they had enough people. And we talked about that when it happened. Okay. As frustrating as that was, the Hurricanes are now ready to go up in Philly today. And I think the Hurricanes, they are going to be riding some of that momentum coming out of the Pittsburgh game because that was a very, very hard fought win. And then even before them, you had the game against Nashville as well. So the Hurricanes have won two in a row, and they're looking to keep that momentum going. And I very much think that they can keep that momentum going today in Philly. But this is going to be a game that, very much like the Pittsburgh game, is going to be a very hard-fought game because, yeah, the Flyers are having a bit of a down year this year, okay? They're not, you know, great, okay? They're not that team that made it to the conference final up in the bubble. They're, they're not that. And they're sitting at 7th in the Metro right now at a 15-25-9 record, 39 points. They're down to the 28th spot in the NHL, but uh, it's we all know how these Metro Division matchups go. It doesn't matter if you're like the Hurricanes, top spot, and you're playing New Jersey in the bottom spot. It doesn't matter when it comes to these Metro Division matchups because every single team, Carolina, Pittsburgh, New York Rangers, Washington Capitals, Columbus Blue Jackets, New York Islanders, Philadelphia Flyers, and New Jersey Devils. Every single one of those teams always brings their A-plus game when they play another Metro team. Heck, you look back to New Year's Day when the Blue Jackets had a 4 nothing lead on the Hurricanes and were absolutely spanking us. And... Yeah, the Hurricanes came back, rattled off seven goals unanswered, won that game. But again, Columbus isn't a threat to win the division. And they're, I think, a few spots outside of the wild card. Yeah, they're in the fourth spot when it comes to wild card. So, you know, it's very much, yeah, they aren't necessarily a threat to win the division, but they can. Sh- 
show that they can take down that top team because, again, every single Metro team brings their A game because every team wants to beat the crap out of the other one. Everyone knows how much of a bloodbath the Metropolitan Division is. It's the toughest division in all of hockey for a reason because, like I said, every team, it doesn't matter where you're at placement-wise, you're going out there and you're looking to beat the crap out of the other team. So the Hurricanes, they know that. Philly knows that. So that's not necessarily something that I think is you know, imperative for this game. You know, They know that's going to happen. We all know that's going to happen. I think the big thing for this game, for the Hurricanes to be able to come away with the win, is correct some of those mistakes that we saw in the Pittsburgh game that we saw in the Nashville game, you know, that play where Tony D'Angelo completely abandoned Sidney Crosby. Let's not do stuff like that. And it wasn't just in that game either. You had multiple guys doing that in the Nashville game. You, we've had that. That's been an issue of lapses like that throughout the year. It's just been really bad in these last two games. So Tony... He needs to get it together. Ethan Bear needs to get it together. So, and Brendan Smith, I don't think he's going to play. You know, he obviously took that puck to, I believe it was the ear in that game against Pittsburgh. I don't know if it was ear or his throat, but he obviously ended up leaving that game. He's been medically cleared to travel. Doubt he's going to play, but, you know, he had been another one of those guys that were lapsing on defense jacob slavin brett pesci brady shea they can't do it all so they need to step up their game and not leave holes for other teams to take advantage of because they're going to they did it yesterday against pittsburgh and they did it against they did it in nashville okay we can't do that and then should the time come where philly pulls their goalie let's not forget how to play Okay, that was an issue in Nashville of Nashville being able to rattle off a couple goals late. And let's not do that. That was an issue last night or yesterday afternoon in Pittsburgh as well. Let's not do that. Okay, we cannot, cannot keep doing that. Again, like I said earlier, I do feel that is just a speed bump over the course of the season, I don't think that's going to be a lasting issue of like, oh, we pull their goalie against Carolina, we're guaranteed to score. I, I don't think you know that's going to be the case. I think it's just a little bit of a weird thing that's going on right now with the Hurricanes. But nonetheless, we got to get that under control. And Philly is a team that we've struggled with over the past couple years. And that's another thing. They know that going into this game. So let's be on our A game in this game. And I'm very confident that the Hurricanes will bring their A game today. It's just another thing that I think the Flyers are very much going to be aware of is the Hurricanes being tired. They just played yesterday afternoon. They played a really hard game against the Flyers or against the Penguins, excuse me. So I think that 
Flyers are going to know that. The Hurricanes need to come out with their A game. I do believe Frederick Anderson is going to be getting the start in net this afternoon. But we will dive into the projected lineup for the Hurricanes right after this quick break. Football season might be over, but basketball season is full steam ahead with pro and college hoops. We're in North Carolina. We know that college basketball is basically a religion in this state. And BetOnline is the best place for all of the latest odds, totals, and player performance props to where the next fired head coach is going to land. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the number one best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information from Beijing. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. So the lineup for tonight, or this afternoon, excuse me, I keep saying tonight, but not UC's matinee games. The lineup for this afternoon is definitely going to be up in the air a little bit. And Frederick Anderson is, again, like I said earlier, projected to get the start tonight. Rod Brenmore said that Freddie just needed an extra day of rest following that game against Nashville. And that's completely understandable. You don't want to overwork him and get to the point where, you know, come playoff time or whatever, he's just too banged up, too tired, and can't go. Um, which I obviously don't think is going to be the case. But he is looking to get the start in net tonight or this afternoon for the Hurricanes. But away from the goalie situation, that's where the question marks begin to arise. Because like I said, Brendan Smith, his status is going to be up in the air. I would definitely put money on him not playing today. And... After him taking that puck to, again, I believe it was the ear, I probably wouldn't be able to play again if I took a puck to the ear. I probably couldn't do that, but hockey players are a different breed, of course. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Vincent Trocek was a game-time decision against Pittsburgh. He had an upper body injury, so kind of don't know what the deal is going to be with him. And with... Seth Jarvis as well he was also questionable going into the game against Nashville so you got some banged up guys right now wondering if these guys are going to be playing or not with two of those guys being very important pieces on your forward lines so I imagine it wouldn't surprise me at all if we don't see those guys again Brendan Smith I doubt we're going to see them I think Seth Jarvis, we, I think we'll be seeing him this afternoon, given we just saw him against Pittsburgh. But again, could be a thing like he just needs a day off, needs some rest. That wouldn't surprise me there. Vincent Trocek, it, given he was just a game time decision in the last game, wouldn't wouldn't surprise me at all if we don't see him in this game. But. Let's say they do play, or at least those guys play. I imagine we'll likely see similar lines to 
what we saw in the previous game against the Penguins because Rod, again, is very much, if it ain't broke, don't fix it type deal. And it's not broke. So, (laughs) you know, we got the win in that previous game. So I don't think, you know, we'll be seeing many changes when it comes to lines, barring, again, guys being out with injuries. So in that last game, we had the SAT line up together. We had Lawrence, Trocek, Natchez, Niederreiter, Stahl, Foss, Martinuk, Kotniemi, Jarvis. I do think we may see some changes, but they'll be minimal. And, you know, I could see Svetch sliding back down to the second line, Nino back up on the second, and then Lawrence back down to either that third or fourth line. Maybe I think Derek Stepan, he's one that we could definitely potentially see playing today, especially if Jarvis or Trocek can't go. And Stepan is still just one point shy of 500 career NHL points. So you'd like to be able to see him get that sooner rather than later. But this is a lineup that honestly, I I don't think we're going to see a whole lot of changes. Basically, guys kind of sliding back into their more normal positions would be about it is really all I can think of when it comes to projected lineup for this game. But that's also if everyone's ready to go. If, say, Trocek and Jarvis both can't go, Stepan is obviously going to play, but then you're also potentially having to run 11-7. And the Hurricanes historically aren't the best when going 11-7. So... We'll see how that goes this afternoon for the Hurricanes. As of right now, as of this recording, we have not gotten an official projected lineup from the Carolina Hurricanes, but that's just something we'll... I really think a lot of these guys that are banged up will be game-time decisions. I really do. But we'll end up talking about who ended up taking the ice for the Hurricanes and who didn't in the next episode where we recap this afternoon's game against the Flyers. I'm looking forward to this game very much so. I think it's going to be a very, very entertaining game. I think that the Hurricanes are still going to be riding the momentum from these past two games against Nashville and Pittsburgh. And I think early on we definitely may end up seeing some effects of the back-to-back type situation. But the Hurricanes are an extremely well-conditioned team. So I think they'll be fine. I think the Hurricanes will be able to come away with a very hard-fought win. It's not going to be an easy game. I do want to make that clear. This is not going to be an easy game by any means. It's not going to be a blowout or anything like that. It's definitely going to be a one-to-two goal game with potentially that second goal being an empty netter. And I think that the Hurricanes will be able to come away with the win, maybe. Honestly, final score, similar to what we just saw. Maybe like a 4-3, maybe a 3-2, something like that. And I think it's going to be a very entertaining game. I'm looking forward to watching it. I hope you are as well. 
But in the meantime, make sure you follow Locked On Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And I will talk to you in the next episode.